Welcome to Grief and Motherhood, the podcast where we explore the profound journey of navigating motherhood after loss. I'm your host, Caitlin, and I'm honored to be your guide on this grief journey. Whether it's the loss of dreams, the challenges of fertility, the pain of miscarriage, or navigating the uncharted territory of parenting a child with unique needs, grief can take many forms in the realm of motherhood. We'll be joined by incredible women who have generously agreed to share their stories, offering a glimpse into their personal experiences with grief and how it has shaped their journey as mothers. Through raw and authentic conversations, I'm aiming to create a space where mothers can find solace, understanding, and a sense of community. Because in the midst of grief, it's crucial to know that you're not alone. Join me on this heartfelt exploration of grief and motherhood. Because sometimes it's in embracing our vulnerabilities that we discover the strength to carry on. This is Grief in Motherhood. Welcome to Grief in Motherhood, episode one, my very first episode. I am so honored that you are here with me and listening. Today, we're going to have a deeply personal and sensitive conversation about something that has had a profound impact on my life. I want to share my experiences with baby loss in the hopes that it might help others who have gone through similar challenges or even educate those who may not fully understand the emotional tool it can take. To give you some context, I've experienced multiple losses on my journey in motherhood. These experiences have reshaped my perspective on life, love, and resilience. It's definitely not an easy topic to discuss, but I believe that by sharing my story, it can create a sense of connection and understanding among other lost moms and the lost community. Baby loss is such a unique and complex form of grief that many people don't fully comprehend it until they go through it themselves. It's not just a physical loss. It's a loss of dreams, hopes, and an entire future that you had planned and envisioned. The emotional impact can be overwhelming, and it's okay to feel a wide range of emotions. One of the reasons I've chosen to talk about my experiences is to break the silence around baby loss. Society often discourages discussing such topics openly, which can then make those who've experienced it feel isolated. But by sharing our stories as lost moms, we can encourage a more compassionate and supportive environment for individuals and couples going through similar struggles. Healing from baby loss is not a linear process. It's okay to have good days and bad days. It's okay to cry, to scream, to just feel. You are allowed to do all of that. Seeking help, connecting with support groups, and leaning on loved ones can also be essential parts of the healing journey. I hope that by sharing my story, it will inspire conversations about baby loss, grief, and the importance of mental health during and throughout your grief journey. If you or someone you know is going through a similar experience, remember, there are resources available and you don't have to face it alone. I want to start my story by saying that this journey has been incredibly challenging. The pain of losing a child is something that words can't even describe. The one thing I knew I always wanted to be in life was a mom. I was raised by a great mom. I was the oldest sibling, so I always had that nurturing mom instinct. I finally became a mother in 2015 to my first son. 
He was unexpected, but definitely changed my whole world for the best, and he has taught me so much about life and love. My second son was born two and a half years later, after suffering a very early miscarriage. I also have a stepson who is older, so my husband and I thought, hey, three boys, perfect, we're all set. But a few years later, I had major baby fever, so we decided to grow our family again. We ended up getting pregnant in 2021, and we found out we were having a baby girl. We were beyond excited and really shocked, and my boys were even excited to have a little sister. My pregnancy was normal. I had never had any complications in my pregnancies, and I was very naive to baby loss at this point. But all that changed at our 20-week anatomy scan when we were told our baby girl did not have a heartbeat. I will never forget that day, sitting in that room, crying with my husband, questioning the doctor. I swear I had just felt her move. It turned out she was actually only measuring around 16 weeks, so I wasn't feeling her move at all, and I had been carrying her, blissfully unaware that she had been gone for weeks. I decided I wanted to birth her so I could hold her and say goodbye. My birth with her was very quick and traumatizing. We ended up naming her Esme Ruth. I miss her every single day, and I wonder who she would be now. Had she been born when she was originally due, she would be two this March. The next few months after losing her were complete hell. I started having unbelievable anxiety, I had night terrors, something I had never experienced before. I cried all the time, and I just became very closed off from everyone, including my husband. I was angry and sad. I was convinced the only thing that would help was trying again. I knew I could never replace our daughter, but I wanted another baby. So we did try again, despite our anxiety and fears, and we ended up getting pregnant just a few months later. My husband and I clearly have no problem conceiving. We always joke about that. Unfortunately, just like her sister, we lost our second baby girl, Adelaide. Her heart had also stopped beating. I had to have a DNC with her, and it was also traumatizing. And we just could not believe that this had happened again. I grieved in a different way after losing Adelaide. I demanded answers. Why could I get pregnant so easily just to lose them so quickly? Why did I have two healthy pregnancies before and now two losses? Was it something to do with them both being girls? I had so many questions and I wanted answers, so we ended up being referred to a fertility specialist to go through all the testing. Basically, long story short, I was told that I was fine, my uterus and ovaries were healthy, the babies were tested and they were healthy. We had no answers. Our high-risk doctors had thought it was just unfortunate circumstances, so we were eventually given the okay to try again. I obviously wanted to focus on healing, but within a few months, I was ready, so we felt pregnant again in December of 2022. I was cautiously optimistic. I knew the reality of loss, but in my heart, I felt like this had to be it. We had been through hell, and we deserved our baby. Also, did you know that statistics of a second stillbirth happening are less than 1%? My pregnancy this time around was so very different than my previous ones. I was obviously considered high risk, and they started me on medications very quickly, progesterone and Lovenox injections. I was very closely monitored, and I held my breath at every single appointment. 
especially the ultrasounds. I bought a heart Doppler for home. I was literally on my hands and knees praying every single day to God. And we celebrated every single milestone. We made it through um, the first one being the first trimester and then our 20-week ultrasound and then our 24-week viability. Every appointment, we were told she was growing and healthy. I got to start my non-stress test at 36 weeks, and we were told she passed with flying colors, and she was very active. And because of my previous losses, they were not letting me go past 39 weeks, so we only had a few weeks to go, and I was so optimistic and hopeful. Sadly, if you know me in real life, you know we did not get our happy ending. Our sweet and beautiful Lainey Grace was born sleeping on August 1st, 2023. I was 37 weeks pregnant. That morning I woke up and I hadn't felt her move, and she was always very active. I had just felt her the night before, so I really tried not to worry. I had an already scheduled doctor's appointment, so I headed there and told them as soon as I got there that I was worried. So they took me back right away and didn't even have to say the words. I just knew. I delivered her later that day. We got to spend the whole next day with her. Our family got to meet her and hold her. And most importantly, our boys got to meet her and say goodbye. That was the hardest part. It broke my heart even more. Leaving the hospital was hard. Every single day since has been hard. It's been almost six months now, and I still cry a lot. But I try to find joy and glimmers of hope in each day. Despite the pain, my boys need me because they are grieving too. We are all grieving and healing together. Part of my grieving journey has also been finding answers. Although we were told after our second loss that everything was normal, in my heart I knew that losing three babies was in no way normal and I wanted to know why. My grief consumed me with questions and just not having answers especially with Lainey when we were only two weeks away from delivering her. I had joined a stillbirth group shortly after my loss, and I am so glad I did. I was referred to a doctor at Yale Medicine that could read my placenta slides and potentially give me answers. So I did. And the man, I am so glad. I can't even tell you. I got answers that I had sought and fought for for so long. And getting the answers that I wanted so badly opened up a whole new set of wounds for me. I felt like I had to grieve all over again. But in a way, I was relieved, knowing that there was truly nothing I could have done. I will say, it has definitely opened my eyes about our healthcare system and the obstetrics routine practice of care. I have learned a lot and done so much research. I will say that this is all part of my grieving process. I have also joined support groups. I've met incredible women who have suffered loss, and I am now focusing on this podcast in hopes that I can offer support and comfort to others who may be going through similar experiences. I keep coming back to something that has been heavy on my heart, wanting to find purpose in my pain, and I truly feel like this is it. This podcast was laid on my heart for a reason. And all it entails is my purpose. I know that I am just one in thousands of moms that have gone through loss, whether it be a miscarriage, infertility, stillbirth, or even the loss of a child at any gestation and age. But I want to heal and I want to help other moms heal too. To anyone out there who is struggling with loss, I want you to know that you are not alone. 
there is hope even in the darkest moments. Thank you for listening to my story. It's my hope that by sharing, we can all find a little more strength, compassion, and grace in our journeys because you truly do not know what someone has gone through or is going through. And thank you for allowing me to share this deeply personal part of my life. My intention is to raise awareness, provide comfort, and foster understanding. Remember, it's okay to grieve, and there is strength in vulnerability. That's all for today's episode of Grief and Motherhood. I am also providing links in the show notes of different resources. If you'd like to share your thoughts or experiences related to this topic, please feel free to reach out to me. I'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, I'm sending light and love to each and every one of you.